Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. It's this weird internal struggle. One second you look and think, oh, they're so furry and fun and cute and cuddle me. And then you realize it's a rodent. <laughs> uh, Mary talked about uh, <laughs> a mouse that invaded a vacation cabin. Yeah. For uh-huh. an anniversary, a wedding anniversary, no less. And right. naturally, Nancy decided that she would share this. My daughter and her two roommates had a mouse problem. So they got the sticky trap. Yeah. And they would practice what they were going to do when it <laughs> happened, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So one of their friends comes and wakes my daughter up and said, this is not a drill. We have one. It's the real deal. <laughs> this is not a drill. So, not a drill. So they go out and they see this poor pitiful mouse sitting on the sticky pad. Well, two of them are going to be nurses. And one of them donned her entire nursing garb. And they proceeded to cut him off of what? the mouse pad and give him a bath and then let him loose. Because they felt so bad. Yes, they gave him a bath. They felt so bad for him, and he was sticky. So they gave him a bath and let him go. And I said, well, now the whole family's going to move in because they get spa treatments with you girls. Yes. It's this weird internal struggle. One second you look and think, oh, they're so furry and fun and cute and cuddle me. And then you realize it's a rodent. <laughs> uh, Mary talked about uh, <laughs> a mouse that invaded a vacation cabin. Yeah. For uh-huh. an anniversary, a wedding anniversary, no less. And right. naturally, Nancy decided that she would share this. My daughter and her two roommates had a mouse problem. So they got the sticky trap. Yeah. And they would practice what they were going to do when it <laughs> happened, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So one of their friends comes and wakes my daughter up and says, this is not a drill. We have one. It's the real deal. (laughs) This is not a drill. Not a drill. So they go out and they see this poor pitiful mouse sitting on the sticky pad. Well, two of them are going to be nurses. And one of them donned her entire nursing garb. And they proceeded to cut him off of the mouse pad and give him a bath and then let him loose. Because they felt so bad. Yes, they gave him a bath. They felt so bad for him, and he was sticky. So they gave him a bath and let him go. And I said, well, now the whole family's going to move in because they get spa treatments with you girls. Yes. (laughs) I mean, this headline says it all. Husband risks driving in snowstorm because... His wife wanted corn dogs. This is your mission, should you choose to accept it. Uh, it reminds uh-huh. it reminds me of pregnancy cravings. And my wife and I have four kids, so we've had plenty of time to work on pregnancy <laughs> cravings. Uh, it, there was uh, it, oftentimes her cravings hit about my bedtime, since I go to bed early to get up uh, early yeah. for for the radio the next day. She sent me out one night for breadsticks. She just wanted like Olive Garden breadsticks. Okay. So, yeah. Like, that's fine. Um, she was so, so funny. She was super sad one night. You should have seen the face she was making because it was too late for us to go get fajitas from anywhere. She she Aww. absolutely wanted fajitas. Like, oh, it's 11 p.m., sweetie. We can't. It's not going to happen. I would yeah. say that, like, the whole thing made me annoyed because of how late it was. But her cravings became my late night snacks. I benefited. <laughs> So thank God for smart friends. Uh, We've had (laughs) counselor Tina Dozer on the show several times. She's here with us again this morning. Yeah, life is hard in general, but especially in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. 
you're hitting at the grind every single day. There's a good chance you're exhausted. And sometimes that leads us to just losing hope. Well, I think for me, because I like to summarize things, really, it's it's all about remembering how good God is. Putting yourself in a position to, to know that and experiencing it again and not forgetting in the middle of all this stuff. Yeah, and as you say that, Josh, I'm driving through the grayest, muckiest day ever, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you look with your own eyes and you just see gray and muck, like an annoyance if people in your vehicle might happen to be annoying. And like if you, all you <laughs> see are things that bring you down, you have to train your mind to go to places like, wait a minute, just outside of this is glorious like life of Jesus that spiritually we can access right now in my car and I can take my eyes off the things I see and take my eyes to the things that I can't see and remember how glorious and beautiful that is. Cute kid stories. Hanging out with my six-year-old Liam and we were reading a book last night just about your five senses and going through those eyes to see, ears to hear. He pipes up with and hair to be handsome. (laughs) What? feels so good to be a part of community on a regular day, but especially when the hard things in life hit, just knowing that you have people you can lean on and you're doing the life thing with, it just feels awesome. Christy Sear wanted to jump in. Good morning. I've been a river lifter for 15 years now. I went through uh, infertility initially and the river got me through. And now three kids later, my youngest son is nine and we homeschool and his favorite thing to do every morning when he gets up to do his math and schoolwork, wake up and listen as he says. He turns on the app (laughs) on his phone and listens to the river while he does his math. That's so cool. Christy, thank you. And uh, I mean, it's late, but congratulations. And uh, one thing you may not have known about Christy, you know, when she got in touch with us, we were able to learn she donates financially to the river to keep the river strong and on the air. Your station, thanks to Christy and her son and her whole family, you can do that too. The River's Spring share is coming in just a couple of weeks. And there's a, a huge goal again this year to keep the river strong and on the air. And you can be a part of a kickstart now to get us there. You are the river when you head online. Give to the river.com. You may have made the decision in life. I follow Jesus. I want to be like him. I love people. And then ouch someone hurts you. It's inevitable. It's it's gonna happen because people are people. Yeah, we've all been there. Right. So what do you do with that? Uh, I found myself in that place this week and just wrestling with some hard emotions as someone in my life hurt me real, real bad. And it is like, you know, the feeling a knife to the heart. And as I'm talking with God, and I mean, I am yelling, I'm crying, I'm how and why and all these things. And I'm just asking for him to help me get through this because it feels yucky and awful and just bleh. So I came across something as I was just sitting in a moment with him that just says, God, please give me eyes to see them from your perspective and a heart to want to forgive. Hmm. I can't come up with that on my own because my human side is like, no, I'm good. I'm shut down. I'm moving on. But thankfully, as God enters into our lives and into our hearts, if we allow that heart transformation to happen, we can be more like him. Is it bad if the tuna turns black? Is that, what? Is that a bad thing? That's bad. I thought so. That's why I threw it away. Um, I found by the power of my nose 
one of my kids who will remain nameless had opened a can of tuna. They decided, you know, mid-open that they didn't want tuna salad anymore. They decided they would make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So in order to rectify the situation, they put the open can of tuna in a Ziploc bag and tossed it back in the pantry. Oh, Oh, yeah. Two weeks ago, they did this. Two weeks! You remember remember there was one time that um, my dog, Ollie got a taste of tuna and he really really loved it and he just wouldn't leave us he didn't want anything to do with this batch (laughs) people are coming up with some epic birthday traditions Ooh, okay a little outside of the box i heard of an nba hall of famer his name is marcus johnson he chose to celebrate his 65th birthday this year by dunking a basketball 65 dunking (laughs) We've heard this morning about a 65-year-old dunking a ball, a 70-year-old rowing across the Atlantic. What is going on in the world? I know. So your birthday celebration, maybe it's not that big, but as you've gotten older, how you ring in another year, 614-479-1049. Everybody make your birthday a slam dunk. Huh? It is important to spread the love and a great time to highlight random acts of kindness week. And here at the River Every Day, kind of focusing on one day, uh, one word, and today's word is give. Marcus here with a story about how that word, give, has made an impact for him in his life. Go ahead, Marcus. When I grew up, I grew up with a single mom, and so my mom raised me and my two sisters by ourselves. Um, and we ended up moving up here to Columbus. Um, we didn't really know anyone except for my aunt, and things kind of did get tough. But we had two gentlemen who lived on the side of us, our neighbors. One was Mr. John and Mr. Steve. And whenever food would get low in the house, Mr. Steve always conveniently bought extra groceries for himself that he didn't need. And so he would always come over to our house with bags and bags of groceries for me and my mom and my sisters. Um, and Mr. John was always there to kind of teach me a lot of different things. And um, about a year ago, I lost my job. And out of the blue, I get a call from Mr. John, and he said, how are things going? And I told him that I had lost my job. And he said, well, come here. I got something for you. And I came over there. He ended up blessing me with a lot of money. Wow. And I hope this helps you get you through. So they were, they were definitely two big blessings growing up in my life. Each family has these guys, the crazy uncle and the fun uncle. I guess sometimes they can also be the same guy. My name is Josh, and United Faith Mortgage is putting their hat into the ring for the one you know that's just a little bit different. Here's the thing, though. Of course, this is different in all the right ways for you and your family. If you're refinancing, United Faith Mortgage is the team to help you through the process. My wife and I just did this at the end of last year. It saved our family about $300 a month. Everybody's savings are going to be different, but the process was simple. And before we knew it, our financial situation was a lot different. If you're buying a new home, United Faith Mortgage is going to rock that for you as well. My wife and I did that almost two years ago. Our realtor had never dealt with them before and said, I'll recommend United Faith Mortgage to any of my clients. She was so impressed. And of course, so were we. United Faith Mortgage is faith and family focused. And they're on the river because they believe those core values are the same as ours. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. Headlines this morning. President Joe Biden proposing an immigration bill that would establish an eight-year path to citizenship for millions of immigrants already in the U.S. 
And here at home, a bill that would limit the health order power of Governor Mike DeWine has passed in the Ohio Senate. That bill would create a committee that could rescind some orders. Talking good, good news. It's a little encouragement during Random Acts of Kindness Week. Frank, 70 years old, the oldest person to cross the Atlantic Ocean rowing. What? Rowing, Josh, 70 years old. Get Holy this, though. smokes. He raised $1 million for Alzheimer's research. This guy. If we could just take an ounce of what he's doing <laughs> and do something, the world's going to be a better place. You can share anytime. 614-479-1049. Sandra, what you got? Yeah, I'm calling about how you can make your birthday a slam dunk. All right, Sandra, hang on one yeah. second here now. So I've got the ball. I'm dribbling. I passed to Mary and she lobs it to you. And so now you're rising for the slam dunk. What's your birthday slam dunk? Uh, I'm going to go see my brother in Arizona. It's going to be my 50th Woo! birthday this year. Yes! Slam dunk! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> It's the river where Mary and Josh, 22 degrees right now at 938, up to an inch of snow today, a high of 33. Anytime you have to deal with heart, like heart deep, difficult things, I always remember that Jesus is the example that I have to look and see what did he do? And when it comes to forgiveness, we don't like it. And when we use Jesus as the example, it's like no fair. He was forgiving people who were nailing him to the cross. Like literally, is that that what it is? And yes, but for me, when I think about forgiving someone who has hurt me, for you, you probably have the image of that person in your head right now. I think about the fact that Jesus forgave me and it's not even about the cross necessarily. He prayed for me. Here's... Here's what I'm talking about. In in the book of John, chapter 17, Jesus is praying for his disciples before he goes into Jerusalem to sacrifice his life. And he's praying for them that they'll remain strong and they'll remain Mm -hmm. in Jesus and in God. And then he says, I pray for everybody who will believe in me because of their testimony, because of what they say. Hi, that's me. It's you. Whose words do we read in the Gospels, the first four books of the New Testament in the Bible? It's his disciples, his his followers who are there with him. Their testimony is what we have read, and it's why we believe. Jesus prayed for me, and I'm the one who caused his pain, who caused his sacrifice. And if he can forgive me, far be it from me to hold forgiveness from anybody else. Cute kid stories. All right, James, what you got for us? My granddaughter, she's six years old. She came over to the house, and my wife and her was upstairs. And my wife asked her if she wanted to come into her room and listen to music. So my wife proceeds to get an album out to put it on the record player. And my granddaughter looks at her and she says, That's the biggest CD I've ever seen. <laughs> The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.